Welcome to everyone tuning in. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Glenn Goland. I am an investment advisor and wealth strategist here at Arnerich Messina. We are a Portland-based investment advisory firm bringing our unique and disciplined process to wealthy families, nonprofit endowments, and foundations. Today's podcast is geared towards those families. It's one topic that is often discussed in our family meetings is divorce. Divorce has shaped the finances of many of the families that we work with and protecting assets from some future divorce is a common area of concern. Today, I'm happy to be joined by Laura Brunstrom. She is a CDC divorce transition and recovery coach and is a certified life coach. Laura is the owner of Sterling Fire Coaching, where she works with men and women to provide clarity to the divorce process and to help them focus on what their lives look like post-divorce. Laura earned her master's degree in education from San Francisco State and is trained at Coaches Training Institute in San Rafael, California. Laura, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It is a, it is a thrill to get to talk to you. After having a number of great referrals, it's great to finally connect and get the chance to meet you face to face. Divorce uh, is a bit of a black box for a lot of the folks that we work with. That is, they know what it is and they understand it generally, but the process itself is sort of a mystery. Can you walk us through what an individual should expect from a process standpoint once they've made a decision to end their marriage? I can. There's so many options that it would probably take us many episodes to go through all of them. However, um, I think one of, if we back up just a little bit, one of the first things to realize is when people hit the point that they have decided to get divorced, there's a statistic that on average couples wait six years to reach out for help. So wow. knowing that, yeah, <laughs> wow, right? So knowing that when they're finding you as a financial advisor to help them unravel things or divide things, or they're searching for their best route on how to take the, apart their marriage and re, rebuild their future, um, go through the divorce process, in other words. Um, knowing and understanding that they're coming to you at a place of frustration and maybe a little beaten down where I have clients tell me all the time, I've been white knuckling it for six years. I'm head, I've just put my head down and I've just been going forward. So when it comes time for them to make that decision, there's a lot of emotion attached to that. So there's options and people don't realize that there's options a lot of times. So the process can look different depending on what option they pick. Not everybody needs to lawyer up. People can use a mediation route. They can use a collaborative divorce route. They can use a combination. So depending on which fork in the road they decide to head down, that's gonna unravel what the process is gonna look like for them. And knowing that each person comes to, like if they find me and we, we talk about where they're at, some people are shocked. I mean, like others have been through, you know, unhappy marriage for six years and they haven't reached out. Let's use that statistic. Others have been blindsided and they're like, I had no idea something was wrong. So either way, ton of emotion. Sure. Each couple's coming to the process from a different angle and there's gonna be different ways that are gonna work for them. Got it. So the unraveling of that, the biggest thing is having your decision-making in order knowing that that first decision on what path you want to take with your partner, 
Um, is that going to be lawyers? Is it going to be mediators? Is it going to be collaborative? Understanding what those processes look like, doing your homework. Is that um, is that primarily driven by assets or animosity or both or? I would I would say emotion and animosity for sure. Um, assets okay. are going to be a huge part, huge huge part. I mean, there's the business of divorce and there's the emotion of divorce everybody's going to go through, like anybody going through a divorce is going to have both of those. So when I coach, we say I coach the person and I coach the process. Part right. of coaching the process is where financial advisors come in, knowing where your finances are, knowing what you have, knowing what that looks like to separate it, knowing if you start with $4 million and you're dividing that in half, what is your future like with two as opposed to $4 million? That's, that's a window to look through as you're going down this path. And that's the earlier involving people who can do that for you, like you guys, the better. Got it. Well, that's reassuring to hear because we have done a bunch of those exercises in my time with this crew where somebody has come in and said, um, either I was blindsided or not, but you know, the math has dramatically changed overnight. Can you run some numbers for me? And then can you be flexible enough to change those numbers if I call you tomorrow and it decides that the horse trading now involves the IRA instead of the taxable account or whatnot. So that makes sense. Um, so when you say uh, that you're involved in both the personal and the business side of it, can you talk more about sort of how you work through the process and what sort of counsel you provide along the way? I can. It's, as I said, if I, if I have a divorce coaching client, there's, there's kind of two parts to it. It's one person but there are times where the process is really frustrating. If they're stuck, they don't even want to look at the numbers to figure out. They don't want to go through expenses. They don't want to do any of this because it's so emotional. So there's, there's that part. And then there's part of just who do they want to be? What future are they looking at? What, if not this, then what? And what do you want that future to look like? Because it's you're going to be in the mud for a while. Divorce is sticky and yucky, and it's sometimes it can be amicable, but it's hard. Regardless, it's hard. So working with clients on what they want their future to look like, depending on how, as you said, amicable or not amicable the, the division is. Um, there's a lot of decision-making, there's a lot of communication patterns that need to be changed or altered or helped. Um, there's how they want to present themselves through the process. There's what they want, you know, from now focus forward, what do they want their life to look like? And each one of those are huge components. That's, that, you know, it's really insightful. I, I appreciate you walking us through that because I tend to think of it from my legal background is like, I remember being in meetings with family law attorneys when couples came in and they were at the point where they were lawyering up, right? And so between that and, and the, the version of divorce that were fed through the media over the years, like you tend to picture like one spouse getting a notice in the mail, you know, formally being served with papers saying, you know, by the way, life is about to change, right? And that's not you know, from what you're telling me, that's, you know, that's the tip of the iceberg. And it's the iceberg that's really the important part where you work with them. There's all different kinds of ways, depending on when I get brought into the process. It could be they're just, you know, the word divorce popped into their head and they're trying to decide what to do. Uh, communication comes along that they decided as a, you don't get to divorce by communicating well with your spouse. 
chances are your communication's broken. <laughs> um, also, you know, they're hot buttons. Like you have spent however many years learning where those buttons are, and it's so tempting to push them through the divorce process. So a lot of my job is to diffuse those. I just recently had a dad who had a weekend. It was his weekend. The ex-wife wanted to um, have the Shabbat with the children. So he was, and she sent this page long email of what a horrible person he was and all the explicatives that go with it. And no wonder why none of our friends like you and my, yeah, yeah, one of those. And, you know, he wanted to fire back, but the reality is if we can, if we can craft a response, which we did, which was three sentences long, a three sentence long response to a one page scathing email and it diffused it. It's just that communication, coaching people through that because sword fighting alone is no fun. Like you're going to get bored. It's just, it's no fun. So it's so tempting to pick up the sword and fight with them because you've been doing it, chances are, for years. So right. breaking those patterns, turning it around to a more productive communication, um, things like that are huge in the process. Got it. Well, I, I think our first lesson that listeners can take is no more sword fighting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no. Are there it's other mistakes or other um, other tips that you have that you recommend as people are going through this process aside from setting aside the, the sabers and swords? Uh, Decision-making is another big impact, especially when it comes to money. I mean, money is always a hot topic. Kids are a hot topic. Um, as stress builds, our focus tends to narrow. So think of like a flashlight, you know, when you're looking for something in your yard and it's like, it's the, it's like a wide lens. And as stress builds, we tend to twist that light and kind of make it a more laser focus. So we're missing a ton of information. So what happens is as stress builds, we're starting to pinpoint, make decisions that are based on a very brief moment in time. And so part of what I do is widen that, that lens, widen the light that is going to shine around all the topics of this decision may feel good right now, 10 seconds from now. How does this decision feel 10 days from now? How is it going to impact you 10 years from now? And that's, again, bringing it back to finances and kids. Those are huge decisions to walk away from something or just get frustrated and say, fine, just take it. That may feel good right now, and it may relieve the pressure, but that decision 10 years from now financially could be devastating. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, there have been meetings where I've, I've been sort of kicked under the table by, by coworkers who have been, you know, did you, can you believe that they just said that? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of emotion going on right now. And so to your yeah. point, sometimes people will say really outlandish things or, or make really, you know, um, unbalanced financial decisions because of the spur of the moment without thinking of the fact that, well, wait a minute, you know, yeah, money's good right now, but money might not always be good. You might not always have the job that's paying you really well. So don't just say, uh, I got enough money, we can handle it by writing a check and making this problem go away. It's not, you know, that's not the way that it, it ought to be looked at. So absolutely. And part of my job too is pace, just pacing people in those negotiations. If there's a mediation where they have the information from your their financial advisor, they have a kid plan set up and tensions get sticky or high. Um, 
having, I mean, I stay, I stay accessible to my clients when they're in mediation, we, we train them up to go into mediation. So the decision-making isn't just that hair trigger, like, fine, take it. I'm done. I'm out. Um, the reverse of that is staying until midnight and fighting over the Dyson vacuum. Like <laughs> everything's set yet we're fighting over a vacuum at midnight because they've given so much. So managing those expectations, managing the emotions that go with that, um, giving them techniques, knowing, are you the person who needs to take a pause and go out and do 50 jumping jacks in the parking lot to center yourself? Like what, what gets you centered, go in with the tools, know how to do it and have your team. Like team is huge in this, your financial advisor, either your attorney or your mediator that you trust. I mean, these are all people, your coach, your therapist, whoever, whoever's in your team, making sure that you're all in alignment. And that's a vibe check. That's, that's, trusting your financial advisor to make the right decisions for you, trusting your coach that they're going to hold you when you break down, trusting your lawyer has the best interest for you in mind. And there's, they're going to follow the law. Yeah, that, We see that over and over in our business. It's so important because we see transactions regularly that most folks only go through once or twice in their lifetime. But, you know, we see a handful of them every year. And so you get used to seeing like, okay, this is, these are the red flags or the things we ought to look out for. And these are the values that the experts bring to the table in this. Whereas if you're flying through it blind, um, whether it's divorce or even having a kid or getting married, like all these things, if you've, if you're going through it for the first time, it's, you're that much more likely to make mistakes along the way. So um, thank you. I can totally see how that would be helpful uh, going through that sort of, that sort of divorce process. Can you give our listeners a, a sense in our, as we wrap up here as to what sort of other coaching that you do? I started out as a life coach and um, went through a horrible divorce of my own. So I, <laughs> <Okay>. did, <laughs> I, I spent a lot of years not talking about divorce and I woke up one day and I was like, holy cow, this is exactly what I need to be talking about. These are exactly the people I want to help. And it, it came organically. Um, I do regular coaching. So that's for people who are either stuck in a job or they're not happy or fulfilled with something or just something's missing or they're post-divorce. And that's kind of what I started seeing was people who are post-divorce coming to me saying, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I want my future to look like. I have no, I didn't craft it. I just went through this process and I'm here. And that's right. really what nudged me into getting into the divorce part of it. Interesting. Um, I, I say to people all the time, if you didn't need a therapist before divorce and you go through divorce without a coach, you will need a therapist after divorce. <laughs> it's an either or. I see. Yeah, you got, you're going to pick I because both. doing it alone is, it's lame, really. I mean, for a lack of a better word. So there's all kinds of situations. People are new parents. Um, I know you guys do estate planning. You may have a loss in the family and you don't know you're going to divide up money and you want to, you want to listen to your heart. You want to listen to what feels right. And having somebody like me, who's neutral, who can walk you through those values and walk you through what you were, what your legacy, what do you want it to be? Those are super important questions to have somebody ask other than your friends and family, somebody who's neutral, who can run through those questions with you. And then they show up to your office and say, Hey, I know exactly what I want to do. How do I do this? Oh, that's super important. I mean, if they don't get it from you, then their attorney is going to charge them two or $300 an hour to have the same conversation. Right. And exactly. I know used to do that. I know, you know, it's, that's how it works. It's yeah. like people come in and they would be really uncentered. And so I could, I totally see where your value would be. So 
Thank you, thank you, thank you many times over, Lara, for walking us through, um, through this today. You can find Lara over at sterlingfirecoaching.com and you can always visit our website at arnurchmessina.com where you'll find details about our team and the blog where we post relevant articles about financial planning topics. Thank you, Lara, so much for being here today and thank you to our audience for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Arnurch Messina's podcast. Please see the podcast description for important copyright and disclaimer information. 